Welcome to Death in Aliens, an in-depth look at horror and sci-fi TV from two friends who vaguely know what they're doing. I'm Courtney. And I'm MK. How are you? It has been a week. For sure. For sure. I honestly can't remember what the last thing we talked about was or when we even recorded a podcast. It was last Saturday, like week, week and three days ago. Wow, um, it was. I sat down and thought about it today. <laughs> that was a long time ago. Like, basically seven years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bills have won two football games since then. Sure enough, they have. Um, uh, oh, I went to one of said football games. That's what happened. I was like, something, I feel like things happened. Yeah, I went... To the football game, the Bills game against yeah. the Steelers. And I brought Dan and I brought Brittany and her husband, and it was so much fun. Oh, that's super fun. It's great. Um, we did a shot ski. I'm sorry? Yeah, me too. Okay. <laughs> no, a shot ski is a literal ski. Like with- that you put on your foot? Right. Okay. But with multiple shot glasses on it. And then you all stand in a line and you flip the ski over so that you're all doing a shot together. But then do you not just spill it on everyone? Are you coordinated enough to do that? I'm not. A weeber. But I'm also like shorter than everyone. So like it would immediately just go into my face. I didn't think about that. How did Dan and I do that? We're not the same height. Close enough, yeah. He's a, an entire half a foot taller than me. Oh, <laughs> good question. I'm like I'm like barely five six, and he's six foot. Well, mm-hmm. he's yeah, yeah. And Brittany mm-hmm. might be slightly shorter than me. Well, good for you. You guys are. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I just realized. How did we do that? I know we did because there's video evidence. I guess you like stand in a line from like tallest to shortest, so at least like you tilt the right way. Right. Um, <laughs> it was uh, interesting. That sounds incredible. I, it, it was. I think that was the same day that you were uh, at brunch with our newly engaged friends. Well, let me tell you that. <laughs> oh. Last week, um, our, our good pal, Montana, um, texts me out of the blue, and she's like, gonna be in New York tonight, and I was like, great, I'll be at work. Tell me other times you'll be in New York, <laughs> and she was yeah. like, Sunday, Monday, that's it. I was like, great, Sunday, perfect, mm-hmm. and um, I was, of course, running behind, because Sunday's my one day off, and I'm late everywhere on Sundays. Um, Absolutely. So I met them for brunch over at Tanner Smith's, her and one of our fave fans, Sarah, and they were just dolls. I love them both so much. We had the best time. I had so many, so many teacup drinks. I love it. I think there was a gin drink. It was like a punch. 
I um, could tell how drunk you were because of the number of times you texted me on Sunday telling me how much you loved me. Oh, I do love you. I love I you. Know. I know. I know. But it was like, you were like, I'm drunk. I love you. <laughs> it was like, oh. yes. Also, correct. <laughs> um, but so we did that and they stayed at the Dream Hotel, which is super cute. But apparently, I didn't tell them this because I don't want to like, ruin their trip, but it's very problematic, like animal cruelty type person who runs it. Oh, so I just waited because they were already there. <laughs> it's not a lot they could do about it at that point. Since it Sorry, hopefully you guys are not fine. You told them this before right now on the podcast, right? No. Oh, sorry, guys. No, I didn't tell them. I didn't want to ruin anything. And we went back to their hotel and because I was like, well, I need to see it at least. I'm never going to stay here because the people yeah. are bad, but I've heard it's really pretty. And they do. They have like aquarium poles in the like lobby. Like it's it's very cute. And then the room was like cute. And we hung out there for a bit. And then they were like falling asleep. And I was like, go take a nap. I'm going home. Okay, bye. Actually, I went and saw a movie. Um, I went and saw um, Amsterdam. It was terrible, but oh, okay, it's fine. Um, but yeah, and then like a couple days past they got engaged and it was so adorable congrats guys i'm so excited i love it and i got got engaged in a sunflowers field and it was beautiful was beautiful and montana could have found a better person i love sarah so i'm so so happy for them we love you girls i love you too so that was our sappy post for the day. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, we had such a lovely time and we went to Tanner Smith's and I can't wait to go back there for brunch now. It was so Fantastic. good. And was relatively it? affordable. So nice. I don't know. I love it. But yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm at in my life. I'm sure. I mean, the thing is, we're full disclosure, we're filming three episodes today. And it has been, like, 10 million day- years since we've talked. But, like, I worked most of those 10 million years. So and I, I don't have a ton of stories. I've been uh, vaguely sick since, like, last Tuesday. Okay. So I haven't done a whole lot either. Okay. Aside from brunch and working. I wake up, like, I literally got to a point where I was, like, waking up to go to work. And then going home and going to bed. And then, like... Friday I didn't go to my conference I like because I felt so sick and so I woke up and I like got food at like 7 p.m. so I was like I have to eat something and then I went back to sleep and then I did the same thing yesterday (laughs) it's just a rough girl for me Monday last Monday um was Indigenous Peoples Day slash Columbus Day slash Canadian Thanksgiving Day whichever day you're choosing to celebrate that day Mm -hmm. um but what it is is I have no school day that's the Mm -hmm. most important part I work Um, all day I worked both jobs. I, also, so. Yeah, I uh, I was at my school for seven and a half hours grading projects. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So didn't have a lot to grade. I'm still not caught up. So goodness gracious, I love it. I'm living my best life. You truly are, and you know what'll help you live your best life? <sighs> Please bestow spirituality upon me. So maybe because I've had a rough week, this is maybe not the most um, happiest of positivity. Honestly, straight facts. today today sucks. So I'm good. It's straight facts. Be yeah. careful who you trust because the devil was once an angel. 
and it like it like tracks with like our show. <laughs> fine. It's, it's fine. fine. We're all good. We're great. Yeah, and uh, full disclaimer, I did tell MK before we started recording, everyone is moving in and out of my building this week, it seems, and making a lot of noise in and outside, and Sadie's chosen this time to eat her dinner. So we are, uh, there's, if there's noise, I'm sorry. I tried. Uh, yeah, it's been, like, raining on and off all mm-hmm. day here. At one point, it was hailing, and so, like, I also have no idea what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Just hang in there and come along for the ride. It's going to be a good time, because today... One of three today. We are talking Bates Motel, season three, the penultimate episode, episode nine, just called Crazy. <clears throat> and boy, ain't boy. it so? Ain't it so? Whew. So this show aired May fourth. 2000. Also, apparently, I'm being very dramatic today. So just you like, are digging. That's that's where I'm at. Um, air date May 4th, 2015. Rated 8.3 out of 10. Fair. Fine. Number one song. Just tragedy. See you again. Song always makes me cry. Mm-hmm. Um, number one movie. Still Age of Ultron. Also makes me cry, but different ways. It's fine. It's fine. Um, the number one book is Memory Man by David Balducci. I don't love him as much as everyone else in the entire world does. I've never read any of his stuff. I read like two of his books, I think, and I don't remember what they were. They didn't leave that much of an impact on me. Fair enough. I've never even heard of this one, but uh, apparently it was good to other people in the world. Um, on this day, we have an eclectic bit of information good um stephen curry was named the nba mvp um which is it's nba right that's the one he's in yep. yeah 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 it's also Great. stephen curry i think it's steph curry right i, I don't know steph oh, yeah it's steph curry yeah steph curry or as i call him stephen yep <laughs> um, <laughs> became the mvp for the nba this day okay um it's also may day which is an irish an Irish May Day, um, which I is all say, I thought May Day was May 1st. Nope, not in Ireland. It's May 4th. Oh, okay. Um, which is always fun because I found out it was May Day this year of 2022 when I got to work at the Irish pub and everyone was like, it's May Day. And I was like, what does that mean? So okay. that's a good time to find that out. Yeah. And last but certainly not least, save the best for last. Okay. College, which is traditionally very, um, it's like a women's only college, decided today, of all days, to admit trans women into their school. Okay. Good on them. Good on them. Okay. Um, And then I got very excited for our um, guest star, so I did my nose out of order on accident. But um, the director back in action is Tucker Gates. Yep. Um, the writers are all the same. Okay, good. No now, our guest star had like a five and a half second role in this episode. Okay. Her name is Annika Nani Rose. Anika? Anika Nani, Anika Nani Rose. Rose, yep. 
And you're doing, you're doing great with the pronunciation today. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I meant to write down her character's name. I put a dash and everything, and I didn't write down her name. But she is the one who plays the DEA agent that Romero speaks with. So Okay. Now, she's- buckle up. She's not the same one who's running things in the last episode, right? Or in the, no, just kidding. I mean, we haven't watched that episode, but in episode 10, that's not the same person. Yes. Yes, it is. Okay. Now, what is she's known for? Princess that, 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 we're not there yet. She's known for Dream Girls. Yeah. And a newer horror film, Let the Right One In. Which I haven't mm-hmm. seen yet. But I really want to. And most importantly, spoilers: Tiana, Princess Tiana from Princess and the Frog. Yeah. Some that's, fun facts about her. Yes. That's why. I, that's why I know how to pronounce her name. Yes. Um. I. Okay. Okay. And our fun facts: she was the first Black Disney princess, which of course we all knew that. Yes. I don't even know who you are. <laughs> um. She was made to wear six-inch heels for Dream Girls so she could stand up with Jennifer Hudson and Beyonce. And she, very fun fact, was meant to play Dorothy Gale in The Wiz until the film was shelved, which would have been very fun. Oh, it would have been amazing. Yes. Um, she was in and won awards for Caroline or Change on Broadway, and which I still haven't seen, even though it was, I think it was playing whenever I moved here. Yeah. Um, and she shares a birthday with Idris Elba and Justina Machado. Two big names. That is pretty, pretty big. All right. Somehow, yes. Somehow I just like didn't recognize her. Like I know who she is. I didn't like, either. Like, yeah. That like just didn't oh. click in my head at all. And I was, like, reading her name, and I was like, okay, blah, 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 blah. And then I started reading about it, and I was like, Princess Tiana! Like, oh, I no. Know. I know the name. I'm saying when I saw her in the TV show, I didn't, like, it didn't click. When you said that, I was like, are you sure? Because I'm-, I'm bad with names, except for the people that no one else knows. <laughs> Perfect. Those are the names I know of people. Perfect, yeah. It's fine. Um, are you ready? I am for this magical never, we're about to take. Never truly going to be ready. You know, that's fine. It's fine. So, thank goodness we start directly where we left off. We are standing in the middle of a road with Norman and Bradley, who threw us all for a loop. Except me because I had accidentally spoiled it. But Bradley has decided she's ready to come home. She doesn't want to be on the run anymore. She doesn't have any money. She's, she said it's been a, it's been a rough go. Okay. I watched that and I said, I don't, she came back because her life was hell, but like, I don't know what she expected. She faked her suicide and ran away. Like, did she expect to have a great time? Right. Right. Look, we already know this girl is not one who thinks things through. No. Every choice she's made has been the wrong one. Every Every choice. So, I can't say I'm surprised. Like, this at least is, like, self-preservation over, like, just the choices in general, you know? Right. Stupid. uh, Then we 
pop over to Norma, and she goes to visit Bob Paris. And she tells oh, him, um, yes. Oh, sorry. I don't remember what Bradley said that pissed me off because my note just said, I don't think that's how being dead works. Maybe <laughs> she was talking about like coming back. And he Maybe. was like, you heard when you committed suicide, she's just like, yeah, I'm just going to come back though. Like, <laughs> right. Probably. Like, no, no, Bradley. That's not, that's not how any of this works. Um, no, my note about, um, normal movement going to see bob mm-hmm. yes why does bob live in roman godfrey's house oh my gosh for real though <laughs> uh, all I, could see. I was like what what is it what is it with what is it with rich morally uh, ambiguous characters and glass houses like i don't get it because glass houses hide no secrets or something what is the quote <laughs> do you know what i'm talking about People who live in glass houses don't throw stones. No, but there's something else too, right? Oh, I don't know. I was just like, Rich. But it is. You're correct. Yeah. You're correct. Um, So she goes to visit our pal Bob. And uh, she's just like in a panic. She's like, I will do anything. She's like, I'm done fighting. I'll give you the flash drive. Let's just drop this. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to do this anymore. And um, he's just like, "Mm, yeah, that's not really how it works. You don't make the, you don't make the calls anymore. He's like, "Um, it's still a good idea to give me back the flash drive. But aside from them, this isn't really going anywhere. And he tells her um, that she's worse than him because of all the crimes and whatnot she's committed and to not slip and to fall into the pool. I was like, well, you know, what a way. And she also, he also says, like, you could give me a black back the flash drive, but I think Alex is going to beat you to it because I told him who you really are and I'm going to pull him away from you and then you'll have no one left. And I was like, Bob, unfortunately, I don't actually know if you can pull Alex away from her. Uh, he's in too deep. Up. He's in way too deep. He's, he's done lost his mind. Absolutely. Bless. They all have no one. No one has. Actually, Bob Paris probably has the most together out of all of them. Like, he's not great. <laughs> he's no, not like, a he's, good person. He's not a good person, but, like, at least he's not delusional. No, like, he absolutely knows what he's doing and, like, oh. knows the choices he's making. So, then we have the credits. And uh, this setup was a bit different because the credits have been longer lately before and, like, going into a little bit like slower and they kind of like just come out of nowhere felt like yeah and this was like oh no we're back to the original format of like yeah there's a couple things you need to know and here's the credits um and after the credits we get into a little like bounce around a bit just to kind of catch up with everyone from episode eight yeah Uh, so caleb shows up and yells at chick because you know they almost died him and dylan um in case you don't recall and I was like, listen, Caleb has every right to be super angry, but like this, somebody's going to die. Somebody's going to die. I thought that was the end of Chick. I thought it was over and there was nothing else that was going to go. To but be fair, he, I, don't, I don't know if it wasn't. That's true. I mean, he said he didn't kill him. He said he didn't kill him, but I also don't know if I believe that. I believe it enough. I think, I think Chick has to live so he can stir stuff up. That's fair. And I do you know? think I do think that um 
I was more right about Caleb than you want to believe and that he really is just trying to get his life together and so that he wouldn't lie to Dylan about that. Right. I think um, we're just going to ignore that fact (laughs) because this is my episode. (laughs) And I only like things that I decide are correct. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Good. Fantastic. I live in my own delusional world. Me and Norma, my pal. Um, so Chick also is like, he's telling me, he's like, we almost died. He's like, did Dylan die? And he's like, no, he's like, well, thank God Dylan didn't die. I was like, what? Like, you were so like, laissez-faire about this. Like, what is happening? And, uh, but then I don't know where he's like, so where are my guns and money? And he's like, dude, did you just listen to the story that I told you? Like, obviously I don't have any of those things. It was either get those things and die or not get those things and stay alive. And, um, and he, he was like, well, how do I know you didn't just, like, sell it to somebody else and pocket the money? You, right. you don't. You don't. Except for that. Either way, fuck off. Right. And also, like, Caleb's coming on real hard. Like, so, uh, and that said, him and Chick get into a real intense fight, and Caleb super wins and then threatens his life. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, you're not wrong. Right wrong no not at all um and then we go to the motel and i had forgotten that dylan didn't know what was going on with this pit sink (laughs) (laughs) so he's like standing over it emma walks up he's like what is this and she's like it's a pool and he's like are you sure like he said this this does not look like a pool no he was like i was was like bomb crater <laughs> i said you're right it it does not look like a pool that is that is the correct answer yeah and uh and then sweet sweetest emma of all the sweet emmas she says he tells her that his run went bad and she's like so what was the money for she's like is there anything i can do to help and i was like it's for you emma but i also was like thank you for like not lying to her because everybody just lies all the time in the show and she was like how was everything and he goes i'm gonna be real it was not not a good trip. He never lies to her. Like, I was like, her every time he, like, he, he has like kept things from her. Yeah. But he doesn't lie to her. And I was no. like, thank you for being the only fucking person who isn't just lying straight to her face. Right. And he also acknowledges he's like, I'm not going to tell you this. Yeah. He's like, this is as much as I'm going to tell you. And there's more that you don't know, but I'm also not telling you. Yeah. Um, then we go to Norman and Bradley for a for a brief second, and I put this is such a dark, tiny scene because I mean I was watching it on my phone because I was in between things at work. It was lunch, and so I was watching, it, and it's like this much of it was like Bradley and Norman in the woods in this little piece of light, and I was like, that is the darkest scene. I <laughs> it was so dark that I didn't even realize it happened. I genuinely was like, that's my next note is definitely not about that. Yeah, well, it did very briefly, and this is when he told her she could stay at the motel. Oh, okay, cool. And, uh, yeah, it was, but it was very quick. And then we go back to Norma, and she just burst into the sheriff's office, and she's yelling at Romero about getting the flash drive back. And he's like, "Excuse me, calm down." She's you like, "You haven't answered my calls," and he's like, "Because I don't want to talk to you." Right. They are such teenagers sometimes like the way they speak to each other it's so funny to me i literally wrote do not have a domestic in the middle of the police station and ruin this man's life any more than you already have 
no, for real. That would be like the worst of it. Um, so he tells her he's taking care of it. And she's just like, what does that even mean? What does that even mean? And he's just like, calm down. Everyone's going to jail. It's fine. <laughs> and she's like, that's not great. And uh, so she's like losing it. And he just looks at her and he says, live and learn, Norma. Be careful who you give things to. And I was like, okay, fair advice. Although, hell yeah, Alex, you tell her. But fine. Um, and then we go back to Norman and Bradley again. And, uh, and again, I have no notes about them. Well, that's because they are very small scenes. And also, um, I just don't care. Truly, though. Truly, though. Um, so Bradley wants to tell her mom she's alive. She's just like, yeah, I want to do this now. And Norman's like, are you sure? Does that seem like a good idea? And she's like, no, yeah, this is this is it. I'm not going to just, like, walk up. She was like, maybe I'll write a note. And then she's like, oh, you could tell her. You're trustworthy. I was like, yeah, let's have Norman tell your mother that the dead That's- girl is alive. Right. That's a good plan. Good plan, Bradley. Um, and then we go to Dylan and Caleb. And Dylan thought Caleb, he killed Jake also. Yeah. And, um, Caleb's like... I have to leave. Things are going to get ugly. Gotta go. I'll be just down the way. And uh, I, I wrote Caleb could have killed him. So like, I'm glad he didn't. Yeah. Um, but then I was like, I don't know if I trust that Caleb's going to actually stay just down the way or if he's like out of Dodge now. Oh, I was like, he's for sure running. Yeah. For sure running. And then we just have this shot of, of poor Dylan watching him. I was like, he just gets the short end of the stick always. No happy endings for Dylan. Yeah. Oh, so we have Norman. <laughs> and he gets home to Norma just throwing out all of his taxidermy. She is just like over it. And she's like, I'm pretty sure at this point with the flash drive gone, Sam's case is getting reopened. You're going to look suspicious. Don't need to add anything to the evidence of they what they already have against you. And um, then he like Pulls a sharp object on her. I couldn't really tell what it was, but I was okay. like, he's but also, right here. He, he also, like, I was like, ooh, Norman, we're getting a little feisty because he, like, pulls a sharp object, but also he's like, you know who probably has something to worry about? Not me. I don't know what you're talking about. I have no memory of this. You're the one who keeps saying I did it, and you're the one who keeps hiding things, and you're the one who keeps lying. So, like, maybe you're the one with the problem. Right. He's like, you definitely look way more suspicious than me. Because even if I did it, you hit everything. Yeah. And like, poor Norma is keeping it together much better than I thought she would. Except that her reaction was so unsettling. Because there was this air of like, not being able to deny what he was saying. Like there was just this moment where I felt like she was like admitting that she's the one who killed him. Like it was unsettling. Yeah. I mean, it was unsettling, but like anything that she did at that moment, I would have just been like, yeah, that fits. <laughs> it's like, right. No, for, uh, for sure. Yeah. But, <sighs> and I think like, I mean, I know in her mind, she wants to believe she did it, even though she knows Norman did it. Yeah. So I feel like that type of scene could be her like trying to convince herself to. Right. And, that's that's fair. Um then we go back to our fave, um, Bradley. And she's watching her house, and it turns out her mom has already gotten a new man. 
Okay. But my question on that was how long has Bradley's dad been dead? Because her dad died in like what the first episode of season one, maybe the second episode of season one. Yeah, but they were like 17 and I think Norm's 18. Now I think it's only been like a year. I feel like it's probably been closer to two. I'm not saying she didn't move fast, but I'm just saying that like Bradley's reacting as if her dad died yesterday. No, our dad didn't die yesterday. But like, if you think about like where we started, I think they started junior year because by the time they finished that, that was his first year was everything crazy. And he's still in the second year that he started at home. Yeah. It's been like max a year and a half since he died. Yeah, but I also don't know what time of year it is. Like, what season are we in? I have no idea. That's why I say it's probably a year and a half max, because I think, like, you know, I don't know. I don't know. But, like, I think, I mean, this girl is coming back to her entire life being turned upside down, and there's a new guy there the last time. Okay, but there definitely was a big time jump between seasons two and three because of the whole weed shutdown. Yeah, but I think that was, like, the summer after junior year right because they it was the third season that they started their senior year at home yeah i think they had the first year and then the second i mean the first like the second half or like the summer of that first year that we had norman okay no yeah i just i that's the thing i genuinely oh my god no concept no concept of the time doesn't like flow the same all the time no there's no like consistency and like there's there'll be like three episodes that all take place in one night and then Mm -hmm. the next episode will be like two months from then and i'm like i don't know how i'm supposed to know what's going on right right yeah um correct and then when they see this norman's like how about we come back they're leaving for work no problem and bradley's like nope we're going inside i need to see everything that's happened and um her mom um not the greatest it seems the one um photo she has up of bradley is the one that she knew bradley hated which is a uh, kind of rude yeah and then uh she goes to see her room which is completely transformed into an exercise room there is like no like concept that bradley ever lived there aside from that yeah one photo. and i was like okay i don't like this girl but i do feel bad for her like mm-hmm. She clearly didn't grow up in, like, a great family. Yeah. Mm. Let me go to Romero. And our detective, Annika, Princess Tiana. Could you imagine if this was Princess Tiana, like, grilling him? How funny would that be? It would not be funny because my note says, Liz, I don't like you very much. No, I know. That's why it would be so weird. So she's, like, decided Romero's in on it. She's mm-hmm. like, no, there's no way you don't know. Everything's suspicious. Everything is your fault now. Right. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, I was like, take it back a step. I see where you're coming from, but you're coming in fast. Like, I would maybe like ease into it a bit if you're going to try that approach. Yeah. Um, but also, this is going to be a wild case. She's like, great. We're ready for the next 24 hours. <laughs> and I was like, okay. We are just going in straight. Yeah. And then we go to Emma's dad, who is the most Welsh man, non-English Welsh man. Yep. <laughs> was yep. 
it was a very choice. I'm sure they were just like, eh, you're both from the UK, no problem, when they switched characters, but uh, it's fine. Very it's cool. not. It's not fine. I know. It's, it's not, not at all. all. I mean, I love him, don't get me wrong, but yeah. it was like, they tried to hide it, and it was not well done. Not, no. not well done. So Dylan goes to see him, you know, his future father-in-law, because him and him are going to end up together. And uh, turns out that Caleb gave all 50000 First of all, it was supposed to be 25000 they were getting. But he was just like, no, pain and suffering. Now you're giving me 50000 And I was like, eh, fair. But um, he gave the entire amount to Dylan. And I was like, well, that is very sweet. And I was like, that's one point for Caleb. Yeah, but then Dylan gives the entire amount. Okay, well, Dylan's, what, 22? Let me give him a break. And uh, so then he uh, gives the entire amount, like you said, to him as dad. And he's like, is this enough? And he's like, I definitely told you it was, I needed 20000 and you just handed me 50000 But sure. <laughs> he's like, I'll give you back the remainder. No problem. I'll pay you back every penny. He's like, no, 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 no. You don't do that. I'm like, first of all, you just told him he didn't have to give you back $30,000 that he's not going to use. Like, take, you need the money, Dylan. I know you think you don't, but you do. Um, But also, chaos. I'm all about the saving Emma part of this, for Mm -hmm. sure. Mm -hmm. But like, dear Mr. Ambiguously British, not quite accurate, William (laughs) Decody. Where do you think a 22-year-old man got $50,000 in pre-wrapped cash? And why, knowing the town you live in, do you think that's a safe thing to choose? I will take your probably drug-stained money. So here's the thing. I think he knows all of that. And I think he's like, look, we're going to save him his life and then we'll deal with the fallout later. He's like, not worried about that today. Which, like, to be fair, I would also probably do the same thing if it was, like, a life or death situation. Like, if you had to have a lung transplant and I didn't have any money because you don't need one, but I also don't have money, then... If someone offered to give me 20000 I'd be like, I don't need to know where it's from. I will figure out a way to pay it back later. But I would take it if it was like life or death in the moment. I know. It's just... I want to believe that I wouldn't. Like, I want to believe that I would mm-hmm. know that, like, God will provide if I choose the right thing. Like, that, I want to... But I also... But God also helps you provide for yourself. But with drug money? I don't think Maybe. God provides drug money. He might. There's no way to know. There is no way to know. I think he could. I think he could provide drug money. He can do right. everything. He's God. Get that frog out of your pants. Hey, he can do what he wants. What? <laughs> It's an over-the-garden wall quote. Ugh, I put, it, I put nice. it in there for Montana. Ugh. 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 Dan fine, and I finally finished watching all of it. I can't deal with... I can't deal with any of you. 
any of you. And then I sat there on Etsy for like 25 minutes just looking at like sweaters that had quotes from the show. And I was like, look at this one. Look at this one. Of course you did. I would have broken up with you right then if I was Dan. Uh, He enjoyed it. Well, I would have also broken up with him then. So (laughs) now we know. Now we know. The real reason you can't be in my relationship. Right. Over the garden wall. Over the garden hedge. What's it called? Over the garden wall. Over the garden wall. I got it right the first time. Okay. Yeah. Yes, that's why. Um, yeah. So then he's like, I'm gonna go talk to Emma. And Mr. Dakota's like, Cool, no problem. So he goes upstairs and he like wakes her up because she's napping. He's like, Oh my god, I'm so sorry. And then um he's like, I just really want to talk to you because I'm sad because my dad left. And, well, he's like, because Caleb left. She's like, well, that's because he's your dad. And he just looks at her. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've known for ages. Okay. That moment was, like, the perfect moment, like, way for her to tell him that she's always known, but, like, never said anything. And it was so sweet. And I died a little bit. And she just always knows the right thing to say, especially to Dylan. Like, to make it feel better. It's so precious. (sighs) <sighs> alas we have to go back to bradley and norman not precious and i just put she's so lost she has no idea what's going on okay. and he tells her they're like talking about like leaving or whatever she's like i want to go come with me blah blah and he's like norma thinks something's wrong with her well wrong with me and she's like oh well is there and he's like oh yeah yeah for sure I'm like oh, okay um I, I grow honestly though, what just happened? Like, he's just so, like, he, flat out with Bradley. She, like, Bradley was like, is there something wrong with you? He's like, yeah. And just casually walks away. Like, he didn't just admit he's a psycho. Right? I'm sorry, Sadie just dumped her water. And is looking at me now. I don't know. I don't know what, what? she's doing. Well. So, that's how it sucks to me. suck. Yeah. Um, so after our brief interlude with Norman and Bradley, we go back to Norma, who I put, oh, she broke into someone's house. And then I see, and then it was like, oh, I guess Romero's looking for the flash. I, I was like, oh, I guess it's Romero's because she's looking for the flash drive. And then he shows up, and I was like, yep, yep, that's where she was. No, I recognized it because, of course, of course I do because it's Alex. But I go, you broke into Alex's house? Look, she's got, like, what has she got left to lose? She's Her mind's gone. He could arrest her any second for any of the thousands of things she's done. Yeah. Like, that's the least of her infractions, probably. God. And also, like, the, like, most expected one. Yeah. And uh, I, was put, I put they'll be enemies soon enough. Because all they do is fight now. They were screaming <laughs> at each other. And I just go, oh, Alex, I love you so much. I did die whenever he walked in. He's got the gun pointer. He's like, what are you doing? And she's like, yeah, like you're going to shoot me. That'll be the day. I was like, okay. <laughs> I do know that that's true. And then he's just like, I hate you. And she's like, I hate you too. I was like, okay, we're fine again. Yeah. That's- okay. But then when she's like freaking out about Sam and everything, and then he's just like, why the fuck did you lie to me? And they're like screaming at each other. And then she just goes, you already know, don't make me say it. And I was like, 
it broke my heart because like i do feel for norma like mm -hmm. a lot of it is is her fault too but i still feel bad for her i know and i i you know i figured it out mm -hmm. in this moment right now i figured it out Ooh, please enlighten me i figured out my feelings for alex because well, they're well they're they're love they're deep deep, mm -hmm. deep love but it's because Alex is very similar to me in a very bad way. And that, and that is that he thinks he can fix broken people. Yes. And I don't think he is unaware that Norma's crazy. I, oh, think, yeah. I think that he just thinks that he can oh. save her the way he couldn't save his mom. Yes, I think that that is very true. And I was about to start judging him until I like replayed conversations with my ex and I go, Oh, Alex and I are the same person. Yeah. And like, they just like, even though they fight a lot, they end up getting over it because they both know that they're just hurting. Like they're not trying yeah. to hurt Yeah. And it's just, it's still unhealthy and he should absolutely run. Like, absolutely but i absolutely but I, get it. I get it now yeah. in a way i didn't before that argument yeah i i understood it based on his mom and like he hasn't had anyone in his no, life and i guess so, like lo logically i got it but like listening to that argument that connected I like, it more i was like oh i i get it like i i get it in a soul way yeah yeah and also um that was the longest non-kiss scene i've ever seen in my life I was so stressed out watching that. So, because I didn't write it down in my trivia facts, I'll tell you now. Yeah. Um, Alex, or Nestor Carbonell, said that he yeah. wanted that to be um, a kiss scene because he was like, this would be the perfect time. We've been fighting. Yeah. And um, Vera Farmiga said no, because it would be more impactful if it was if there was no kiss and it was just like this incredibly long, insane drawn out thing. Well, cause it was, because I was like, Oh, was. I was like, Oh, they're finally after that fight. That's going to be the moment. I like, it made right. sense. And it, it wasn't, but it was so long that it wasn't that I, I literally went back and watched it again because I was watching it in my car <laughs> on my tablet, sitting in the parking lot of the school because I was waiting to go watch the football game with Dan and I didn't want to go into my classroom because I was just doing some work while I was waiting for him to get home to watch the football game. And, but I wanted to use the school's <laughs> So I just sat in my car in the parking lot of the school. So I'm watching it on my tablet in the car and I was like, was the glare wrong? Did I just like not see it correctly? So I went back and watched it. I go, no. No, it wasn't the glare. They just literally. I rewound it twice. Because <laughs> I was like, no, surely, surely I just missed it. Like, this is my fault. That's like, no, no one. I was like, they didn't just breathe on each other for 15 seconds right. long. Mm -mm. Alas, they that did. is exactly what they did. And it was sexual. It was. <laughs> um, then we go back to the motel. And Norma is just filling up her pool pit hole angrily. And I was like, okay, Norma, you're going to try and fill it up by yourself. 
I said, ma'am, are you out of your ever-loving mind? Correct. Yes, she is. <laughs> um, and then Caleb drops by, and I was like, oh, here we go. I wrote, Caleb, I thought you were leaving. <sighs> so I will say, before he falls off the face of the earth, when he shouldn't have told Dylan he wasn't, he says, I have to tell you about Norman. And I was like, what does he got to tell her about Norman? And she's like, you haven't even been here. And I was like, exactly. Yeah. Good, good oh. on you, Norman. And then... He when he said that I said oh fuck I almost forgot that happened I did forget that happened and then he was like so when I first got here and I was in my hotel and I went oh my gosh <laughs> that was like yeah. my reaction yeah. he was like and uh, he said you know there's something wrong with him because he thought he was you yeah and I was like no, and then and then he said Norma he's going to hurt someone and I'm afraid it's going to be you and he was yeah, like so I, I, it isn't you yeah. And I was like, oh, I also hope it's not Norma. I just said, holy shit, Caleb, way to be a good guy after all. We'll see. But but then he just ditches Dylan without telling him. I know, but like his heart's in the right place. But you should have told Dylan you weren't coming back. But maybe it would just be too hard because he does love Dylan. Yeah, but it's harder if Dylan's waiting constantly and he never comes back. At least he'll have closure yeah no wrong decision yeah but i i got it right decision telling her about norman wrong decision not telling dylan okay fine that's just how it is you're not wrong i just also think that i'm still rooting for caleb i still believe caleb's a good person i know and uh and i will concede my point the last minute of the last episode if i he doesn't do anything else terrible. Okay. Um, unless he dies, then I'll make a decision then. Who knows? Oh, okay. Fantastic. You know? Right. Um, so then we go back to Norman and Bradley. And she's like, okay, I'm leaving tomorrow. Come with me. And he's just like, I can't do that because my mom, blah, 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 blah. And then he learns that she's on some type of medication we never learn about she's just like yeah it helps me sleep and i was like that could be a lot of things yeah um and then of course as she does she starts telling him she's like you remember when you told me you loved me and i didn't say it back i think i was wrong and she's like not that you don't love me like not that you love me still but and i was just like are you kidding me and my next note um you know what i'm not gonna say my next note <laughs> because it gives some things away i'll tell you later um, oh, I, I just wrote bradley you poor broken thing like i don't even yeah well my next next note says what do you bet she's using him because of human interaction like this is what she always does to him when she gets lonely she reaches out to norman and makes him think she loves him yeah it's no, always she but again what this show does so well is it every single character that is a making bad decisions that is being a bad guy? They give you so much of their psychology and their persona that you understand the excuse. Like you can't, you don't necessarily forgive it. You don't necessarily. Right. Right. It. But like her dad was the only person who ever loved her mm-hmm. and he died. And then after her dad died, she found out that her dad <laughs> had been cheating on her mom the whole time. And then when she faked her suicide, 
her mom immediately just pretends she never existed and moved on and married somebody new and got rid of her bedroom. Like the only, her boyfriend was only dating her because she was the most popular girl in school. Norman's the only person who ever just looked at her and loved her. And then she tried to leave Norman for his brother and he still fought for her. And she was like, the only person in her life who's ever fought for her is Norman. Absolutely. And I think that that makes it the right decision to fall for Norman. I think it's just not what she's doing. Right. I think she's using him because of all of those reasons. Yeah. 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 No, no, no. It's, it's like, it's every girl who's like, I finds that guy that they're like, you should be the one I love, but I don't. So I'm just going to pretend I do until I have feelings for you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But that's not how that works. Right. Right. Um, correct. And, uh, then the next thing, of course, fake Norma shows up. Who else? And, uh, that's all it takes for Norman to be like, yep, I'm out. This is enough for me. And one of the things that this episode, like, starts doing really well is it's kind of hard for us to tell fake Norma from real Norma now. Like, I mean, Obviously, she came up out of nowhere, but she's using some of the mannerisms of real Norma. And well, that's what that's what I said. I wrote, he's making his hallucinations seem more like normal Norma. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, she's wearing the blue dress. And yes, she's in a place that she couldn't possibly be. So, you know, right. it's not her. But even he is not fan- idealized, like idolizing her anymore. He's like seeing her yell at him and talk to him the way that yeah. she actually does. Mm-hmm. And uh, then um, I put, I'm glad that we panned out to see whenever he walks outside, he's like, I'm done. This is over. He walks outside and he's still talking to her because she's standing by the pole. And I was like, I'm glad we panned out on this scene because I even questioned at this moment, if this was real Norma that was waiting outside or if it was fake Norma. The only reason I didn't was the dress. Which is fair. But I was like, that would be something they would do is they'd put her in that dress to confuse us. She's been dressing so different. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So she has me questioning reality now, which is fine. Um, but all in all, especially with this last scene, it was like excellent camera work. Yeah. Oh yeah. Then when, when it panned up to him walking up the stairs to the house with his arm out, but no one was on it. I was like, Oh, that's Gross. creepy. That's fine. Gross. Yeah. Um, that's the end of the episode. <laughs> Yay. Who do you want to punch in the face? Bradley. Like, not exclusively, but definitely. <laughs> I mean, when is it ever exclusively who you want to punch in the face on this show? Fair. Um, I think Norman. Fair. It's been a bit much. Yeah. Um, who's your MVP? No one is harder. Because there's a couple good choices. But I'm going to pick the one that I know you won't. And that is that I'm still Team Caleb. I know you would. Well, to um, no one's surprise. You picked Emma? I didn't. I didn't. You Maybe you're surprised, but... I bet our listeners will be surprised. I picked Dylan. I was going to say, yeah, if you didn't pick Emma, you picked Dylan. 
you know, you know. Yeah. Um, I have a couple of fun facts for you. Okay. Share. Um, Bradley's car, her license plate is NFB 418, which is the same as Marion Crane's. Nice. Um, I like that. Yes. Um, Vera Farmiga is an experienced boxer, but she thought that Norma wouldn't be. So that's why whenever she's slapping um, Alex Romero, she's like hitting him open handed and not doing like real hits because she doesn't think. Why would Norma know how to box? And it turns out she was actually hitting him the whole time. Because I guess it was easier to film that way. I don't know. But they Fantastic. both talked about it. Her and Esther Carbonell talked about it. Like Fantastic. So I found that pretty pretty funny. Um, I love that. Yeah. Um, that's, um, that's the end of Bates. Today we are still finishing up. This comes out the 20th. We are still going hard with our 31 days of Halloween. I did... Mm-hmm. Miss a few days because I was sickly and dying, but it's you fine. also have like a day left to finish watching Hemlock Grove before it's gone. No, you have a negative one days left. If no, it leaves on the twenty second. If this episode comes out on the twentieth, it left on the nineteenth. No, it leaves on the twenty second. The twenty second. Got it. Well, yes, one day. So start start going if you haven't. Yeah. Um, you can listen to the podcast later. Just watch it all first. Right. It'll still be there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so we're we're going. We're going. Also, <laughs> if you also, if you listen to the podcast on Spotify or like Apple and not on YouTube, just warning you that last week's or Sunday's stargate episode uploaded Mm. in a weird order and it says that it was uploaded uh, like a week before it actually was so it's not in the correct place in the feed so it also might not be showing up as a new episode but it it was there that happened to me so read the title not not don't just follow the order Yeah. yeah um yeah so i believe that is all for us today you can Talk to us on the interwebs if you'd like by emailing us at deathandaliens at gmail.com. You can find us on all the social media at deathandaliens. You can follow me at cecloud13. And you can follow me at emkay underscore superstar. Bye. Bye.